0: Hello and welcome to Unleash Your Inner Creative with Lauren Lagrasso. I'm Lauren Lagrasso and this show is meant to help you make creativity the filter for your life, redefine your relationship with fear, take it out of the driver's seat, step more fully into the essence of who you are and claim your right to have a dream and take up space. Today's a very special day for a couple reasons. Number 1 because my single is out now, my third single like a bomb is now out. You can get it on all music streaming platforms. It's a song about setting a boundary in a relationship where the trust has been broken and the partnership is hanging on by a thread. It's definitely one of the most personal songs I've ever written. It's about one of the biggest heartbreaks of my life of loving someone but recognizing you're not able to fix them and the pain that that causes. But what I love about the song and even when I look back at that situation, is that it's equal parts power in pain. When you stand up for yourself and your voice and say, I am worthy of love and I will not accept anything less than that, as painful as that is, as much as it hurts to recognize that you can't change someone and you can't like force the kind of love that you want for yourself from someone else, you can do that for yourself by standing up for yourself and setting a boundary. So I hope you listen to it. I hope it empowers you in a painful situation in your life to set a similar boundary. And, you know, the thing about the song is power and pain. I guess those aren't necessarily paradoxes, but I have been thinking a lot this week about paradoxes. Most of the time in life, I think we want to just tidy everything up and put different things in different boxes and I would like that too I mean I don't want to be put in a box but I would like things to make sense and to be straightforward and for A plus B to equal C but we know that's not how life works most of the time that's certainly not how creativity works I mean unless you have a super linear process which God bless you but that certainly hasn't been mine oh side note by the way Next week, I'm going to do a special show where I break down how Like a Bomb was actually made. It was made, the song was written over the course of years. And it started out a little idea that I had as I was walking into a shop, like a little cute boutique, the night before my birthday in 2014. And it wasn't officially finished until summer 2019. So. I want to take you through, I have most of the audio notes. I want to take you through step-by-step. I also want to like be honest with you and real about how much I've grown as an artist. Like, holy crap. I am so much better now. And I think while it's horrifying that at one point I thought that that was a serviceable sound, (laughs) it's also super encouraging that we can grow that much. So I definitely want to share that with you. And also I think, you know, if you're not a songwriter or even if you are, it's always interesting to hear how a song comes together and to hear someone else's process. And I think it helps you make sense of your own and I think when you see, you know, how it did have the the bones of what it was going to be, but how the the structure really ended up evolving throughout time, it will just make you feel better about your own creative process and the messiness that you sometimes encounter. But um yeah, I want to talk about paradoxes because it's something I've been realizing a lot. Life is many things all at once. So with that said, for me, there's a few paradoxes that I've been experiencing recently. I've been going through extreme rest and extreme work. Like I'm either working really hard, working all the time, or completely turning off. And I actually think those Two things go hand in hand. You know, it's like I used to think that even my rest periods needed to have some level of work or efficiency to them. I'm realizing now that rest does not need to be earned and that it certainly doesn't need to be efficient or productive. It's okay if I want to watch three episodes of Dead to Me with my dad and then lay in my bed and eat chocolate covered espresso beans. That's just an example. I don't know. I, off the top of my head, Um, (laughs) you can be an extreme person and still have balance, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like you can be someone who goes super hard in either direction. I mean, ideally I think you would get to a gray area, but that's not my natural, you know, strong suit. So what if in order to balance, at least for the time being, while I am learning to get to a place where it's more gray and it doesn't have to be such extremes. I'm at least balancing the time I'm spending doing each thing. Fear and creative expression. I can't think of one time I've done something creative that I wasn't also scared of. I mean, creativity is a form of love, right? So it's it's the most expansive energy in the world. It's infinite possibilities. It's seeing things that weren't there before. Fear is shrinking and small and small. But I can't, like I said, think of a time when I've been creative that I didn't also have fear. But I think in order to make yourself do the creative thing, you have to find a way to quiet the voice of fear enough that the voice of creativity drowns it out, you know. Or you feel the fear, you have it there, you know, it's, it's tugging on you. But the light that you see from the creative exploit is so much brighter that it doesn't really bother you. Trauma and healing. You can be traumatized by something or someone, but the very act of acknowledging your trauma or having another person acknowledge your trauma can bring you some healing. The thing is, seemingly different things can coexist and they do coexist. And so our peace lies in getting comfortable with that And realizing that those things are more connected than we think. I also had a realization this week in doing a show to promote my music. It went really well. It was a live stream. And when I listened back to it, I listened to the whole thing. And it was actually, you know, really pretty great. But there were maybe three notes I didn't quite hit as well as I would have liked to. And I noticed after I got done listening to it that the whole time... I was listening, trying to pinpoint every little thing I did wrong. I was listening like, I was going to say like a hawk, but I don't think that's the right way to say it. But I was listening with such attention for what I could possibly do wrong. And I was so ready to pounce on myself and berate myself for getting that thing wrong that I missed out on all the great things I did. And so, yes, I think it's really important to listen to yourself, or watch yourself, or read back on some work you've done, and ask how you can improve. That is 100% important. But what if when we took in some piece of creativity, or some part of ourselves, instead of looking for everything that was wrong, we looked for what was right. And then maybe the second or third time we, we look for what we could improve. But not with the idea of like, oh, that wasn't very good. Oh, you could have done that better. Oh, through the lens of, how could I improve? Again, looking at what's positive about it, what you can change versus looking for an opportunity to berate yourself. That's a commitment I want to make to myself is I'm going to start looking for the things I do right before I look for the things I do wrong. Because guess what? It's going to give me more courage and self-esteem to go into fixing those things that I'm not doing as well as I could if I first focus on what I am doing well. And the last thing I really want to talk about with you is, you know, this release. I think I just want to encourage you because you've been through all these music releases with me, right? You were here when I released the podcast, obviously you were here for my first music release, which I was so nervous about and put so much pressure on. And it was awesome. It was beautiful. I'm so happy it happened. You have to have a first release of something at some point. But it was really difficult. Um, The second one was much better. There was pressure on it because obviously it had that People magazine article, which was amazing. But it was a lot less pressure. And the third one, it's interesting. I feel really breezy about it. I'm also getting ballsier, which is interesting. And I think it's because I'm like opening myself up to being all of who I am, even if somebody might not like that. Like even letting out some of the parts of myself that I've in the past been uncomfortable with, like my anger and I'm not using anger as like a way to lash out at people. I'm just saying like when an appropriate action happens that should make a person angry, I'm not restraining myself and swallowing my own voice. I'm allowing myself to speak. But I think getting in touch with that piece of myself has really helped me care less about getting rejected and therefore on a greater scale, what other people think of me. Fear of anger for me was tied up with fear of not being liked. And so when I've kind of eschewed that away, like when I've thrown that idea of like, everyone needs to like me away, I feel a lot less tied to how people feel about me and my creativity. Does it make me feel good when somebody tells me that they don't want me on their show? No. But if you recall, if you listen back in November, I think it was, no, it was December, I did a podcast episode about rejection. It was like, Totally destroyed by all these rejections I had. And now I'm like, oh, all right, on to the next. There's no shortage of radio shows. So, (laughs) I mean, and guess what? I feel proud of myself that I put myself out there. I'm no longer focused on the fact that that one person didn't want me on their show because I wasn't their taste at this time. I'm focused on the fact that I took a chance on myself and asked for something for myself and now i don't have to ever regret not doing that cuz i did that for myself i took my part i'm really proud of myself because you know i i'm starting to understand why when people come on the show and i say but how did you do it they say well i just did it they didn't just do it there's always a method that we have in going about building our bravery and our courage but i think what i'm learning more and more is the more you do it the easier it is and the less rejections hurt because You're used to being in the arena. It's going to happen. Some will hurt more than others. Don't get me wrong. I might do an episode crying about rejection two weeks from now. I can't guarantee anything. But I'm just saying today, in this skin, in this moment, I'm really happy that I've let some of that go. My skin is getting thicker. And I want to encourage you, if you're on your journey, to know that it does get easier. Every time you put something out there, it gets easier. And I'm really excited for this song. I don't know. I feel like it's, the. I think I'm most excited for this song so far. Maybe it's because I've already had the experience of putting the other two out and I tied up all the fear and anxiety in those ones. I don't know. I just, I love this song. I feel really good about it. I think that good feeling is going to carry through. And I think people will feel that when they listen to it. And it's exciting. I can't wait. I'm excited for this song. I can't wait to put out more music. And that's a really good feeling. (sighs) With that said, listen to yourself through loving ears. Get in touch with the pieces of yourself you've been repressing so that you too can become ballsier. Know that it does get easier when you put more things out there. The creative process is messy. Many different things can exist at once. And that's okay because we are multifaceted, multi-passionate, creative beings. And so why shouldn't we be multiple contrasting things at once? Like a bomb, it's available on all streaming platforms. It's going to be playing at the end of this show. So stay tuned for that. You can follow me at Unleash Your Inner Creative, at Lauren Legrasso. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. Follow it on Spotify Tell a friend about the show. Tell a friend about my song and thank you for being a part of the creative community for supporting me as a person and as an artist and as a creative and as your friend, because if you listen to this show, you are my friend and I love you and I appreciate you. And without further ado, enjoy like a bomb.
1: Waiting to explode, I gotta run before you hit the road beneath my feet and roll over me. You're a grenade, pin is coming loose. I gotta stand and finally face the truth that you're a beast, and you're here to face. Oh. Change. I'll always hear the tick, and I'm a grin, but inside I'll be sick. I walk on glass, and bloody feet won't last. Oh. Can't coexist. If they do, I won't take a seat. You rip the road beneath my feet and roll over me. You're like a bomb waiting to explode. I gotta run before you with the road beneath my feet and roll over